Hello and welcome to my log. This is Ann Myra and Dunya Georgievich. I'm Dunya, a filmmaker, writer, director, and actor, and I'm the founder of Girls in Focus, an all-girl filmmaking nonprofit that allows girls 12 to 18 to make their own films. And I am Ann Myra. I'm an author, a children's book author a visual artist as well as a singer-songwriter and we're here to talk about all things art health and wellness and entrepreneurship for women yes yay and we love to chat and discuss our gardens as well because Dunya founded my little organic garden back in 2012 yeah, I um, was midstream in my film industry career and I hit some walls and I also hit some health issues and decided what would I like to do and I realized keeping my hands in the dirt was my favorite thing and I started I my again. little Did you try again? organic garden and um, it's, my log is a great metaphor for not just gardening, which I love, but also your life and planting seeds that will blossom into the things that you want to accomplish. Dig it. Hello, Dunya. How are you? It's so nice to reconnect on my log. Yes, welcome to my log. I um, I had a lot of time the last few days to reflect because uh, <laughs> my doggy's in the in the doghouse, literally. Because <laughs> he, my the big moose of a dog that he is, on Valentine's Day took him to boardwalk, and he, in his excitement and in, in crazy energy, ran into me at the, from behind and bowled me over, and I sprained my ankle falling oh, down. No, I'm so sorry. To it's okay. That. I'm much better today. I and I've actually weirdly um, welcomed the kind of staying put and just. The rest, you know, the, the rest, repose. like the yeah, the repose. It's sometimes yeah. you need these stupid external events that force you to stop. To actually yeah, stop. unfortunately, once my mom got hit by a dog and it broke her ankle terribly. Oh, yeah, I'm, I wasn't sure if I broke it or not, but I don't think I did because I'm. It's probably just a contusion, like big bruise and swollen and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm walking around now, so I don't think it was broken because I doubt. I could walk. Yeah, you I, would know. I would know. <laughs> I would know. And he, needless to say, did not get a Valentine. But, <laughs> um, but um, I did some movie watching. So I went, and I, you know, we both. Oh yeah, love so tell food. Me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a film um, because. I'm a huge fan of Juliette Binoche, as probably the rest of the world is as well. Yes. And um, her latest movie, I didn't know much about. So I was, you know, sometimes I enjoy seeing films without know it, without knowing anything about them. And it was just such a 
incredible surprise and not a surprise because she clearly loves food as well because this is not her first food movie but it is such a foodie movie and it's a period piece so it's so beautiful it's called the taste of things and it's literally seen after slow beautiful scene of her directed by a woman um, let me check who it was directed by. Um, I'll let you sure. know in a second. Um, but it is just the pacing of it, the you know, the beauty of it, and the delight in the senses as she often enjoys making films about that, like Water for Chocolate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was the other one, but this one was just this French countryside at the turn oh of the God. century. Yeah. And cooking with these sauces and beautiful like garden and kitchen and copper pots and water from the well and Sounds you know just be slow yeah, cooking exactly. like literally all day every day right. was this long incredible menu that she would um go at like not just one main course but like course after course and this is just that one household right. and then the you know i don't want to give anything away because there's not that there's much of a plot or no don't give it away but i'm not going to say anything more about it but if you um like me love food and love cooking and love these sort of sensory indulgent decadent things where you can just get lost in the in it and so colors the colors and you know but the end you're you're just like i have to go to a french restaurant and order something (laughs) creamy something very creamy and with a beautiful sauce um so yeah it's it and i did pick up some i actually picked up some tips um oh good that's some cooking tips i did there was something that she did that i've never done before like that exciting incredible broths with the herbs and the Mm. vegetables Mm. and all the spices and so I was like oh I've never I've never done I use that spice I mean I use it all the time but I've never done it the way she did it so I'm gonna try that nice that's exciting so you learned something too yeah glad that sounds like a really nice valentine's date yeah yeah it was it it was and it sort of set off the whole sprained ankle thing so oh yeah well that's a drag that that Mm -hmm. happened but I'm glad that you had some fun along the way yes thank you so how was your week we well mine was good I had several sort of good positive synchronistic things happen in my valentine week as well but Today, I just wanted us to discuss the fourth clue that success leaves. Yeah, the pillar, the fourth pillar of success. Which is connection. I love that one. That might be my favorite one, I think. Yeah, yeah, me too. Personally, I do think, for me, I know everyone's different. Connection is my favorite thing, both with people and just in life. Um, so I get a lot of my, it's interesting. I get a lot of my energy from being around other people. Not everyone has that, um, experience necessarily, but that's why I love teaching. I love doing group collaborative things like filmmaking. Um, 
I, I really enjoy the presence of other people. I loved teaching yoga because it was so much better than doing the practice by myself. Although, so, yes, yes, I agree. That's exciting. I also wanted to say that I watched, I didn't go out to see the new narrative movie about Bob Marley, but I ended up watching an old one that was a documentary that was older about Bob Marley. And I absolutely loved that. But so I haven't gone and seen the one that's now out with. Well, I want to ma- I do a shout out really quick because I haven't seen it either, but I plan on seeing it. Yes. And I think the popular audience vote on it is a thumbs up. But we got donated a, a, a college friend of mine and a, an alumni from UC Santa Cruz donated his equipment because he's an editor and he was using new stuff to Girls in Focus, to our nonprofit. And when he came to drop it all off and there was editing and speakers and sort of just the whole getup, he told me that he was one of the editors on that project. Or maybe he was still assisting at that point. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so it was sort of big news. So um, I'll do a little shout out and thank you to Vinnie Doremus. And we... um, On the note of Girls in Focus, I do want to just do a quick shout out that um, our our newsletter this week um, thanked and welcomed the new board members. We have three new board members that joined Girls in Focus, and we have our monthly producing workshop part two, which is sort of backed by popular demand at the end of this month, and a writing monologue workshop next month, and a big... early bird special for the summer program so if you are making plans for the summer and you were trying to think of something to do come and be an intern or volunteer because if you're an in if you're in college you can get college credit for the two-week intensive and it is the most fun you'll ever have and you'll be part of producing a short film so it's it's kind of a win-win um, so that registration is open and it's discounted right now. Um, so I just want to mention that. But anyway, back to connection. No, little what... shout out. That was great. Thank you for the shout out. And back to connection. I just, sorry to interrupt. I will definitely go back to you in just a moment. But I wanted to thank all of our listeners who enjoyed our last most recent episode with Alice Taylor and I heard some feedback that they really liked it. They enjoyed it. So thank you for listening folks. And please, if you do hear something you like, share it with a friend or review it and like it. And thank you for that. Yeah. I would love to know if there's any comments or if anyone ever has any feedback, questions, or suggestions for other topics to cover in any notes, reach out to us. We will definitely read them and respond. Um, and if you want to sign up for a newsletter from Girls in Focus, that does go out quarterly or periodically. And so the girls-in-focus.com website allows you to just get in the know with all the stuff going on. So, um, so connection is, is 
so important now because we live in a time of, you know, virtual takeover, meaning that the new generation is spending, you know, probably more time online than offline is my guess. This is not a scientific like statistic, but judging from watching my son, Mm. who's 17, Mm. um, and a kind of a diehard sort of gamer, but also (laughs) very extroverted and social. He's, he's not a shy kind of geeky guy. He's actually quite um, social and values his time with his friends a lot. So with him, it's still, if not more online, it's definitely 50, 50 where, where he spends good solid 50%, if not more of his time online. So to talk about connection um, and what that means for us, like obviously he's getting a sense of connection online. Um, so it doesn't have to be in person and we're getting a sense of connection by doing this podcast and that's right. also online. And auditory. It feels, yeah. it's auditory, which is, uh, you know, so connection can come in many different forms, but to me, and I'll ask you this question as well, if if you were to ask me what is the most important connection, um, well, it'd be a toss-up, but one of the most important connections for my well-being is the connection to nature. And spending time, which I'm constantly trying to do more of, um, to balance out just the demands of life and deadlines and work and stress and all that, um, is just being outdoors. It's amazing how just putting my bare feet on the grass, like literally even for five minutes, what how good it makes me feel. So that is for me. What about like for you, what's your most important or one of, you know, one of the key well, yes, connections? Well, yes, I would definitely second that. I mean, for me, you know, I'm just a full-fledged outdoorsy girl. Like, I love my surfing. I love to go on a hike or a walk or even just take a walk around the block and look at the various colors and the flowers and the birds and the, yes, nature. And basically, we have to save this home planet of ours kids and adults everyone all humans and i recently read that holy moly we've already lost so many species of birds of of um birds also now there's something like over 41,000 species that are up for extinction right so it's it's so it is it's so so sad and weird Um, so i plant things in the garden oh that's exciting thing i planted some new sweet pea flowers because i love those to come up in springtime and also freesia flowers which i love the smell i do love freesias i planted some as well oddly enough and they and it was right i got this like sixth sense because i'd bought all these amazing seeds, both vegetables and some flowers. And I knew the rains were coming. This was like a week or so ago when we had a bunch of rain. And I like ran outside. I think it already started raining. And I was like, 
oh my God, I have to get these seeds in the ground. So I'm so glad I did because they're all starting to sprout. I'm going to have a crazy, I even planted my stand-up garden, which I haven't done in quite some time. The, That's exciting. Um, call it? What, what is our, our, our stand-up tower garden? So the tower garden, which is on my porch, um, I put some lettuces in there. My big sort of ground garden in the back, I um, put a bunch of different stuff, including tomatoes and lettuces. And yum. I think I even some zucchini and cucumbers, which I've never planted, frankly. Oh, and I I'm always so, cucumbers. I, I can't them. wait to see what those look like because I think they're so kind of big and bushy. And um it has rained a lot, so I'm 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 just excited to see those. Yes, seeds. and I planted in the winter a bunch of bulbs, which are all out now, and they're so beautiful. The the white, um, what are they called? Paper Pre- whites. Yeah, the paper whites, but they're like they look like um, daffodils. Daffodils. That's I was gonna say daisies. Daffodils. That's what I'm yeah. trying to. The word I was looking for, and they're just yeah, they're pretty. You know, the connection to these to nature even the my earth, dog that bulb me yeah yes. sustains us and we yes. we need to give back to it yeah giving back i mean having animals in in gardens and nature around you is so important for your well-being but you know like you said taking it a step further i did take a walk on the beach and i picked up some trash which was um I do all the time. Yeah. Which, yeah, I know you do a lot of as well. And, you know, there's so many ways to give back. Um, there's so many projects out there, organizations out there mm-hmm. that, um, you know, it's the oceans, you know, like Alice last, you know, she didn't talk a lot about Lammy, but to do another shout out to her, because she's so amazing and her, um organization that she's full-time employed by is Los Angeles Maritime Institute and they do a lot of scientific education on the preservation of the oceans and marine life and they do these incredible trips on their boats which is very special um, out in the bay so yeah so connection is is the glue that keeps us all kind of um moving forward and since you know since we are all one and I will probably next week talk more about this incredible book that I've mentioned in the past about grow a new body Mm -hmm. I mean it's a connection to just the outside world but it's also the connection to your own self and you know looking inward it's it's a balance of both in my opinion that is the key to optimum health and And right now i'm drinking a cup of tea and the the little fortune on it says your potential self is infinite yes true so wonderful reminders do you have a recipe and um i have you been cooking this week? Anything? Oh, yes. Well, during the rains, I, I, I'm always cooking. But during the rains, I got a little bee in my bonnet. I wanted to have a warm, delicious, cozy kind of food. So I got those, these bio-natural bake 
noodles for lasagna and I made a Florentine lasagna, which Ooh. is a delicious tomato, homemade tomato sauce, and then with lots of spinach. And then I did, it was not a vegan one because I did use some ricotta cheese in the layers, but it that was sounds yummy. absolutely delicious. So let me ask you, because yes. I also made a lasagna, but I did not find any gluten-free lasagna noodles, even though I went to Sprouts, which usually has everything I need. Where did you, when you say bio, what did you call your noodles? No, they're not gluten-free. Oh, I see. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you the name of them. Let's see well, I'm, I'm interested because I am now doing a very disciplined, strict, gluten-free diet. And it's actually the more strict I am about it, the better I feel. So I think there's a real serious, for me anyway, key to to that not right. eating well, these grains were not, they're, they're and not, not eating um not eating wheat in particular but grains in general other than quinoa which right. i found out this week by the way quinoa is not a grain i don't know if you knew that but it is a in the nut family can you believe that i never knew that no i didn't it's, know that it's not I, a grain which is why it's okay well, if you're not eating grains um and flowers that you can eat, you can eat quinoa yeah yeah so these noodles that I used, it's by this Tuscan family, Italian family, and it's 100% organic, but it is Durham semolina. So yes. that, that's wheat. But but they it was it's it's called Bio Nature. But mind you, mind you, a lot of the wheat and any grains grown in Europe are very different yeah. from from um, the wheat grown in America. And for some people, they don't have any of the issues and symptoms that in, if they eat that kind of stuff in Europe. So, so they're very delicious. They, if, and you don't need to cook them. You can bake them with the sauce in the oven for an hour and then they'll be. Yeah. And that's pretty much true. I think with most noodles, I don't think they even need to say that. I've been doing yeah, that for true. years. Yeah, you're for right. years. Yeah. Um, so I'm just Googling this as I'm talking to you. And it says here that Sprouts Farmer's Market does offer healthy gluten-free stuff and gluten-free oven-ready lasagna noodles. But when I went there, they did not have any. So I am now going to go back and look for those. I also made a lasagna this week. And um, I love this recipe. I didn't really eat my family ate it, but it wasn't gluten-free, so I didn't eat a lot of it. But I am obsessed with mushrooms these days. So I make the bottom layer. Instead of using beef, I make this tons of different mushrooms, like a mushroom, um, I don't even know what to call it, like uh, blanche or something. I don't know if that's the right word, where I chop mushrooms and garlic, possibly some onions and just sauteed with in some broth and with a little bit of tomato added in it and in, and some other vegetables you could put a little bit of some root vegetables in it too like fennel or some carrots or things like that and then I use that as the base and then I too use the spinach and this time I blended a ton of spinach along with some bitters like um, some kale and dandelion greens Yum. and I added a little bit of um, coconut to it to make it creamy 
and spices, salt and pepper and that kind of thing. So that was my second layer. And then I used dairy-free cheese and then fresh, you know, tomato sauce. I like the jarred tomato sauce that um, Trader Joe's offers one I've been buying for years. But of course, making one from scratch is wonderful, but I don't, I didn't do that. I did that and then I did the dairy-free cheese on top and it was really good, really good. The mushrooms and the sort of robust, nutty flavor of all of that, along with the spinach, it's kind of divine. Did Vuk and, and Mike like it? Yes, they had it and they liked it. So oh, they, good. I didn't, I don't share all those ingredients because they are not right, 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 right. with you them. Just, yes. <laughs> I just serve it and they liked it. <laughs> good. I'm glad. That's funny. Yeah. So that's, that's a great topic. So if that's the fourth pillar. What is the fifth pillar of success? If, if connection is the fourth pillar? Oh, I don't have the book in front of me right now. So Cause you we'll said there were seven. pillars. So, yeah, we have, there are seven, so, so we have three more to go. So yeah, I'm looking so. forward to covering up. Do you recall what the first three were that we talked about? Yes. Maybe grit was the first one. Okay authenticity was the second one uh-huh and what was the third one um we can go over oh, it the next. third one was generosity generosity that's right that's and right. now fourth was is connection, connection. yeah yes. yeah beautiful all those and then great. we'll find out about fifth in the follow in the next episode Sounds good. Okay. Have a great week, Have Annie. Have a great week. Thank you. Dig it. Dig it. Bye.